Good morning, good morning. Happy Tuesday. I almost said happy Monday, but I had to remember I was off yesterday. And I want to say to you this morning that the same God that woke us up yesterday, he's the same God that woke us up this morning. No matter what you laid down to last night, I want to be a resounding voice in your ear to let you know God has not left you. He has not forsaken you. He has a plan in mind not only for you, but for your family. Not only for you, but your children and your spouse, your significant other. He has a plan even for that 90-something-year-old grandmother. He has a plan for them too. But the thing is, we got to put ourselves in position. God has given us much grace to get in place. And this morning, I want to say to you, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? Sometimes we feel like God has forsaken us. And the key word is feel. And feel is just, it's just how you feel. It's how you look at something and a picture of your children and it makes you smile. Well, that made me feel good. Or you can pass by someone in the, in the church and you're expecting them to give you this big healthy, hearty greeting and they look at you and turn the other way. And that made you feel some kind of way. You know, that made me feel some kind of way. I'm in my feelings. I'm feeling like I'm just a, just a tad bit wounded. We're in our feelings. Feel, feel, feel. Sometimes we feel like feelings change with the wind, change with the wink of an eye. We feel like God has forsaken us. And that's it. That's, can't nobody tell you how to feel. Can't nobody tell me how to feel. That's a true, that's a, that's a feeling that we have. And that's a factual statement. I feel like, I feel like God has forsaken me. I feel like it. But the truth is, he hasn't. Because he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'm right there. So even though we feel like he has forsaken us, the tears are real. The feelings are, yeah, that's a fact. We do feel bad. We feel like he's not there. We feel like he's turned his back on us. We feel like he's not hearing us when we pray. Yes, but the truth is he loves us and he has a plan in mind. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Even though we're going through these things on our job and it just seems continuous, 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 the same old battles, the same old devils, even though we continue to go through that same thing with that family member, honorary, contrary, stubborn, pig-headed, don't want to hear the real truth, don't want to hear the real meat of God. They don't want to hear it. They want to be coddled. They want to be babied. They want to be pacified. And you ask yourself, how can, how much longer would you choose to be angry? How much longer would you choose to live in resentment? How much longer would you choose to be bitter? How much longer would you choose to do things, throw a rock and hide your hand? And then when you're pulled to the carpet, you got the nerve to sit there looking like an innocent virgin like I what who me yes you 
Yes, you. How much longer do we have to contend with these things? How much longer do we have to contend with being accused of things that we didn't do? Accused of things that we didn't say? How much longer do we have to contend with being purposely, purposely misunderstood? How much longer do we have to feel like we have to defend ourselves? How much longer? Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Because God sees all these things. He hears all these things. He's Elrohi. God sees. He hasn't missed it. He hasn't missed it. So then that should say to us, if God is saying he'd never leave me, that he is saying he'd never leave me nor forsake me. Nor forsake me. If he's saying that he's right there, and that all these things that happened, they only came just to pass away. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, weeping may come. We might decide to weep, but joy comes in the morning. If God is saying that he's saying all these things, then could it be that he's looking at us, how we're going to perform? How we're going to get through these things, these temporary things, these temporary moments, these light afflictions. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. All these things that hurt, and most of the time from people that we truly care about, that we their opinion about us matters. Where they stand in our life, it matters. Though he slay me. Yet will I trust him. Yet will I forever trust him. You can whip me. You can beat me. You can talk about me. You can criticize me. You can call me a hypocrite. You can tell me I've never done anything for Christ. You can tell me that my life is a shambles. You can say that I'm, I'm, I'm walking up a hill and going nowhere fast with no support, no help. Yet he slay me. Yet will I trust him. The whole time your words pierce me, pierce my soul. Yet the whole time I'm looking at you, look at me. And the words that come out of your mouth, I know are unfit. I know that they're not true. I'm still going to find a way in those moments to say, God, I trust you. God, I need you. I'm leaning on your everlasting arm because yet he slayed me. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And sometimes we feel like that. Sometimes we think that we've done nothing that amounts to anything positive, anything effective, anything good, anything that can bring God glory, anything that can edify our families something that can edify the people around us. Sometimes we feel like there's been no real growth in our lives. Sometimes we feel like we wake up in the morning and what are we waking up to? The same old thing. I haven't done anything with my life. Those are feelings that come from the enemy. Been there, right there now. Lord, what have I really done with my life? Just what, what have I done with my life that's positive? What impression am I leaving on my son? What impression are, are you leaving on your children, your grown children, on your grandchildren? 
but those are just feelings that come from the enemy and I think the most important thing is to know where those where those voices are coming from who's speaking that into your ear it's not God I can tell you that it's not God their feelings and their words that come from Satan they come from the adversary they come from the enemy they come to defeat us they come to tear us down and to destroy us let me tell you that some that sometimes sometimes we can be moving forward in our lives just moving forward in our lives going about doing things innocently going about living life giving God glory, have no intentions of doing anything evil, no intentions of doing anything wrong, no intentions of backsliding, going back out into the world, and your, your good, your innocence will be evil spoken of. Well, what do you do? You feel like, you think, Lord, how much longer are you going to allow me to be, to walk in the freedom of my life? And every move I make, or it seems like every move I make, I'm being pointed at and I'm being misjudged and misunderstood. And you know that if you try to explain to the adversary, if you try to explain to that person, well, this is what this really is. This is what this really meant. And even God knows that it's truthful. Even he knows that it's factual. But God will tell you, don't you even open your mouth. But God, they're slaying me. They're slaying me. Lord, how, how much longer are you going to allow them to slay me? How much longer are you going to allow them to bring upheaval and bring confusion and bring calamity to my doorstep? How much longer? When are you going to avenge for me? And God is sitting there telling you, don't you open your mouth? And don't you say one word, but at the same time, you're feeling so slayed. And I don't mean slayed with your makeup, slayed with your best two-piece suit. I don't mean slayed with the, the baddest, most expensive bundles. With the with the meek lashes, not the phone, not the F-A-U-X. Now that's another that's another story. Not that kind of slayed. But how much longer are you going to allow them to cut me up, shred me into pieces? How much longer, God? How much longer? And God is holding us in those moments. He's really holding us in those moments. And he's letting us know, I'm there. Just do what I tell you to. I know it's hard. I know it's rough. I know you feel like you are fighting an uphill battle, but just trust me, hold on to me, know that I have a plan and know that when I close the door, know that when I avenge for you, nobody else will be able to come and open that door. Nobody else will be able to put their mouth on you. Nobody else will be able to come and damage you because when I speak, Everything you've been praying about is going to be fulfilled. You're going to see the fruit of your prayers. And as I minister to you, I minister to myself. Because God's people, we have been going 
through a lot. We've been trying to put our best foot forward. We've been trying to represent Christ and we feel like God, when is the sun going to shine in this particular area of my life? When is it going to shine? When am I going to be able to get up and testify about it? And all God will do, he'll simply say, just keep on praising me. Just keep on worshiping me. Just keep on trusting me. Because it's not about a feeling. It's about your faith in me. It's about that measure of faith that I've invested in you. So simply saying this morning, though he slay me, though he slay you, continue to trust him. And in those moments when you have to cry out to God and question and say, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? And isn't it funny that the statement my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? Even in questioning him, we still call him my God. That says to me that there's something on the inside, even when we're going through our deepest, darkest moment in our life, something inside of us, that small part of us that reaches out to God, still knows that he's our God. He's our God. Jesus knew this is still my father. But we question him in those moments when we feel like we are sinking very fast. Our head is almost completely up underneath the water. Our back is wedged up against the wall and we don't see any end in sight. But we still say, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me and the truth the truth is he hasn't forsaken us it's a fact we're going through yeah that's a fact but the truth is is that God has a plan and when we are weak he's stronger when we're weak he can fight his he fights the best fight for us when we're weak and it somehow feels like to me, our weakness, it activates, it, it causes his, his power to excel and be at its, its greatest height. So just know this morning that this is all good news and know that whatever today holds, we still claim the victory. We still claim the victory. We still claim the praise. And we are going to get a dynamic and a profound testimony out of this. And it is my prayer that this week that we follow God's voice in truth and spirit. And that we follow him with no hesitation. And I bind the spirit of fear, anxiety, laziness, slowfulness, any spirit that will come to cause us to be in just a, just a, uh, a position of just, we're just still, we're not moving when God is telling us, get up and move, get up and move, get up and move. I've spoken to you, get up and move. I am with you. I'm with you and you can do this. Don't be afraid of their faces. Don't be afraid of what they're going to say. Just get up and move. Get up and do whatever it is. If you've been defeated by a sink full of dishes, 
a dishwasher full of dishes. If you've been defeated by a laundry a laundry room full of dirty laundry, don't be defeated any longer. Get up and move. And I speak energy and enthusiasm and a vibrant spirit that we get up and that we move this week and we move in the power of God. Please pass this podcast to two people that you know need a word of encouragement and do something nice for somebody today. Somebody kind, do something for some do something for somebody kind today that catches them off guard. And then surrender your life to Christ and then if you backslidden just come on back over graciously, humbly. Come on back over. And pray for me and I'm going to pray for you because better, greater, it is sooner, not later. I love you. Bye-bye.